You're listening to the Known Legacy Podcast, brought to you by Known Legacy Ministries. For more information, go to knownlegacy.org. Now here's your hosts, Bill and Travis. Thank you all for joining us today on Facebook, or if you're listening on via podcast a few weeks later. We love having you, and we love doing this. Um, as always, go to info at knownlegacy.org if you have any thoughts, comments, or uh, concerns. Um, Bill is always uh, the man <laughs> on the spot answering all that stuff. And if you happen to not like cider donuts, just don't text us. Don't yeah, email us. Don't do nothing. That is worth breaking relationship yeah. with, I think. But as always, um, if you can give us a five-star rating, that'd be fantastic. And... If you can uh, smash the like button and everything else, wherever you're listening to this or wherever you're watching this, and share it with family, friends, and pets, that'd be awesome. Yeah, and for our new YouTube watchers, too. Thank you so much for the YouTube watchers, for people who jump on the YouTubes. We're a little late on that that there (laughs) YouTube machine. It's funny, because I've literally spent hours watching YouTube videos, you know, so whenever there's something that's like broken, so I got a new vehicle, which doesn't break down, which is awesome. Yeah. I love it. Good job. Good but job. When my, Thanks, Toyota. When my, when my Jeep would break down, I would always look up like how to, and then whatever with, with the Jeep. And literally there's everything. The problem is it's some guy from like West Arkansas who's like, let me tell you the entire story of when I bought this vehicle <laughs> and like 47 minutes in, you're like, okay, so bolt number one. And you're like, I just needed to know. Yeah. It's like every, that. every like cooking blog. It's like 30 oh, yeah. minutes of like reading through. And then it's like, here's the three ingredients and here's how to cook it in yeah, 10 seconds. Well, you know, my gra- let me go back to tell you about my yeah, grandma I Joyce. Care. I don't care. I, I just, don't care. I want to know how to make cinnamon rolls from scratch with all that butter. Right. Like that's right. what I needed to know. Right. So, anyways. Hey, you know, so last weekend, actually the three of us, Kyle. Yeah, well, let's give a big shout out to Kyle, our producer. Kyle, welcome. Hello. We're so glad to have you here, Kyle. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today, Kyle. And the, <laughs> but you're now the scene member. Now everyone can see you. Ladies, yes. he's available and ready to party. <laughs> Again, info at knownlegacy.org. Just put the subject line, Kyle's Digits. Or you can just go, mm-hmm. It's a, it's a very short line. <laughs> it's a very short line. There is no cue. Let's be honest. <laughs> yes. It's like going to Six Flags and realizing no one's in line for this ride. <laughs> so, hey, anyways, moving on now. Because so, uh, that could just go in so yeah, many directions. So back to this weekend. Dear Lord, we, are, we just asked for forgiveness <laughs> For every sweet baby Jesus, sweet baby Jesus. Um, so, no, so we had an awesome weekend. The three of us got to get away to Lagrange, Texas, and uh, where we shared known legacy with the guys from Longshot Ministry. Longshot Ministries, time. yeah. There's about 85, 90 guys there. It was fantastic. It was a beautiful good time. weather. It was, it was good awesome. Time. Yeah, we had fun, and so we wanted to just break down kind of what we shared because we noticed some patterns there, uh, and you know, it's it. We know that those guys are. Quite essentially, the rest of the guys in the world. Correct. It was a group of uh, pl- a plethora. Plethora. That was my uh, uh, three three amigos uh, quote for the day. A plethora of guys who just were from different walks of life, but we noticed some patterns in it. And I think the first one was just these guys were, man, they were hungry for for community. They were hungry to connect with each other. With each other. They were desperate for it. Yeah. yeah. And you could see that because like we wrap up the, uh, you know, the, the Friday night and everyone gets there between six and eight and then we go live and we have a band that plays some great music and then Bill and I have a chance to talk a little bit and then afterwards everyone stayed up to like two or three in the morning just playing board games, smoking cigars, yeah, playing cornhole and some weird Scandinavian game that with blocks. What was it I called? think it was made up. It was a skull or something. I it don't was know. like, well, they said that they used to use skulls and bones or something. Is this the one with the wood? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
the wood was a little easier to deal with than a human skull. I think if they were true Scandinavians, they would have busted out the skulls and the bones. But whatever. But you leave, know, it, leave it to Vikings to go, hey, these are skulls. Let's make them out of toys. You know, yeah. let's make toys. You know, like, it's like, I don't know. Anyways, Fisher Price, it's just an idea. Yeah. But anyways, I mean, these guys. And then it, I was shocked by the number of... Um, secondary conversations uh, that Bill and I had yeah. a chance to have yeah. with some of the guys. You know, they'd come up to me and like, "Hey, can can I talk to you for a minute about something?" And there was a handful of guys dealing with you know the the mandate and the impact that it would have on their yeah, family, yeah. the impact that's going to have on their careers and their vocations, and and just how to navigate some of that. And I I don't have answers, but I do know that you know yeah. Um, you know, let's process through that. Let's ask. And some guys carrying around deep wounds from like years and years yeah, ago yeah. and still being haunted by it. So it, it was a fantastic. So bottom line, gentlemen, if you have a church that has a men's retreat or a men's ministry, there's no reason. Get involved. Make time. Make an effort. Yeah, yeah, Get yeah. involved. You need that brotherhood. So. And I would also say, guys, if you ever do an event, we'd love to, to be a part of it because we just... We're just a dude, and we understand the brokenness. We're just I'm a dude. just a dude. We understand the brokenness. We understand the lack of community. And the, that's the thing I noticed is guys were ready to share their hearts because there was trust. And yes. so many of these guys, we noticed, don't have people that they can trust. Right. We, I know we've talked about it before, and, you know, and, and we read it even there like Genesis 2 where it's not good that man should be alone. But there's also the idea of like it's deeper than just finding a woman. It's like, in right. fact, it's way bigger than that because in the moment, you know, a lot of guys are, well, I got Jesus and I'm fine. You know, the super spiritual ones find Jesus and they spend time in the word, but they don't connect with another guy. But, you know, I've had more talks with, with, with you guys just being honest to go, hey, this is where I'm at. And it's amazing when you like vomit that stuff out, how you feel. You're yeah. like, and I'm good. Yeah. There's something about that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, you know, the, the theme that uh, the, the planners of the organization came up with was what's next. And I think it was in response to just everything that we've gone through in society over the last 18 months and just the crazy pace that change seems to be coming just flooding on onto the scene. And yeah. so these guys are like, well, what's next? And, you know, as we, we talked about it beforehand, and as we kind of came up with the overarching conversation we want to have, what, what, what I realized, particularly for, for night one was we are becoming obsessed with these meta narrative things, these bigger than life issues. Mm. And that's kind of what's driving our fear. That's what's driving. And all, most of these things are out of our control. If yeah, we're yeah, honest, yeah, most absolutely. of these big things are happening, whether it be in Washington or, or in the sea level of our companies, they are completely out of our control, yeah. even though they impact us. Absolutely. Um, but we're becoming obsessed with fear with those. And we're forgetting that the, there's some gifts that God's given us. And so what we want to do is, is acknowledge the craziness that's happening in our culture yeah. and, the, and the meta stuff, and then go to the micro and say, here's the deal. This is the gift that God has given you to deal with it on a very personal, yeah. intimate level. And the first thing was this, dude, more than ever, we have to be men that abide in the vine. We have yeah. got to become yeah. men that passionately abide in the vine. And so um, with that in mind, when we've talked about it, I started reading a few weeks ago uh, the book of Revelation. Yeah. Don't. No, yeah, it's funny. I just finished a study in that, and it's like, wow. Don't. And, uh, it, don't. But it was <laughs> But don't start there. <laughs> but wherever you start in the scriptures, whether it be in the Psalms, whether it be in Proverbs, whether it be one of the Gospels, yeah. you know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John, or, or one of the epistles, I love the book of Acts because it reminds me how powerful the Holy Spirit is yeah. in a culture and in a people when they're, like, captivated by God, Jesus, grace, and mercy in that mission. Yep. And I just realized most of us are, we're in the routine and we've forgotten how to just abide and be yeah. with 
God. And that's a daily basis. That's a, that's a regular. That's listen to a podcast like this or listen to any number of other spiritual podcasts out there. But more importantly, and you cannot negate it, it's just getting into your Bible yeah. on a regular basis. Yeah, it, it sounds so simple, but it's like, but then we're like, but there's got to be more because we're expecting this magical, like, and all of a sudden, you know, uh, some fairy walks up and says, boom, you're now a spiritual Christian. It's like, no, you know, it's, it's really going just every day in the suck sometimes to yeah. go, I'm going to choose. In fact, that's when it matters more. Right. Worship matters more in the broken. But when you don't feel like it is the time to dig in because you're like, I'm now putting truth above all of my all of my emotions. Right. And I'm saying this is what matters most. So to get in there, and that's what abiding means. It's not this idea of like, okay, so every day I spend an hour in, in the Word. I'm like, well, you can, but that's not the goal. Right. And it's not it's not reading through the, the Bible in the year. It's, it's taking time to go. Is this most valuable to me? Am I going to put a little piece of gold in me a little more today that I can chew on all day right. and learn it and then let it let it kind of come out? Like, it, you know, it's like sweat out of me. You it know? does what it's supposed to do. Uh, yeah. The word of yeah. God does not return to to um, him void. It, does, it accomplishes what it's supposed to accomplish. And I think what we end up doing is fall into what I call the NASA problem. And so NASA, you know, when they're sending a guy out into space, zero gravity, they're trying to figure out how to yeah. get a pen that can write in zero gravity. And so they spend thousands of dollars developing this pen. When in Russia, they're like, they, they come at it very practical. And I was like, just use a pencil. <laughs> you don't need a pen. Just, but I need just the ink use to pencil. go the and way. And I feel like in our Christian walk, we do the same thing. Like we, we try to f- create all of these big solutions to what we think are these big problems. And we forget the very simple things that God's provided. And it's like, dude, just be faithful in worship. Yeah. You know, find a spot that's preaching the word of God. Be faithful in worship. And, and you know what? Spend a little time with me every day. And, and don't, don't grow weary and praying at the end of the day and and uh, when you wake up before you click on the phone just say a quick prayer to god it doesn't have to be anything formula it just can be like hey god thanks for breath today exactly and those little abiding things make a big difference over the long haul yeah now that you just restarted the cold war with russia it's (laughs) good to have that but i mean but 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 i do i do feel like you started it first they drew first blood they drew first blood rambo another good quote there you go but but i there is something about about stopping and just recognizing and it resets our mind it resets our our perspective to go this is what matters most and then it's okay then i'll get into it and so it, it also creates a, a hunger you know again i go back to the like the eating good the days that i eat good i'm like i'm good but then when i start eating like crap and i'm like man i feel like crap i gotta start eat, eating good again but then it's like okay that's, i'm throwing everything away i'm like no that's not gonna work right but just just replacing it so taking the time to replace a minute a moment a couple of minutes with truth in your morning before you start everything else. Right. Use the bathroom first. Because it shifts, our, it, it shifts our focus away from the big stuff that's out of our control. Yeah. And, and yeah. Uh, puts it squarely on the cross where is the one thing that, that has been done for us that is a gift that will never return void. Yeah. You know? so absolutely. The first thing that we talked about is abide and how we've got to become men, particularly in this culture today, in our families, we have to become people who just abide. We abide. Yeah. We abide. We abide. Yeah, just you know? plug in. And then you, Saturday morning, you had a great little talk. And so we talked about uh, community with, with, with each other. Again, talking about that, just this idea of being known. And that's the, the, the question we talked about was just the litmus of, am I known by others? Now, let me explain what known means. Because there's a couple different ways in known in the scripture. You know, we, yeah. And we didn't really, you know, it's like, and he knew her. Like, that's not the known we're talking about right now. But there is a deeper meaning of, of when, a, when you walk into a room. And both you guys have done this to me. You're like, you're not right. And I'm like, I'm fine. And you're like, no, you're not right. I'm like, no, I'm okay. And you know, and then finally, I'm like, okay, here's 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 what's going on. But but there's something about 
being known by others that they know when you're having a bad day. You can almost feel it when you text them or call them on the phone. And if you don't have even if you don't have one guy that that can do that to you, then you need to reassess where you are because you're worth it. The scripture says that you're fearfully and wonderfully made, that you're more than a conqueror, that, that you have value. And so you need to be that for someone and someone needs to be that for you. And and having even one, and we talked a little bit about that even with, with Jesus. When Jesus brought, uh, you know, there is this pattern, James, Peter, and John, he always brought to these special things. And, and if you notice in, in, in the scriptures, he brought James, Peter, and John to, to the, the, the Mount of Transfiguration. Right. Where literally... They literally saw Moses and Elijah. It was like, wait a minute, those guys have been dead a while. <laughs> and they're like, hey, I want to show you something really cool. So he saw them there, and you know, and, and, and we can get so scholastic and like, well, Peter made, made altars. And I'm like, time out. They saw people who have been dead for hundreds of years. Right. And, and, and so, so Jesus took them to a really cool thing. But then also, if you fast forward down to the Garden of Gethsemane, and, and, and he said, okay, you, you guys, you eight now, stay here because Judas is already gone. He had already left. You eight stay here. John, John, James, and Peter, you come with me. And if you read in there, you'll see this. It's more than just stay here and ponder while I pray in the garden. It's like he broke down and said, I can't do this right. on my own. I need you to pray for me. I need my brothers to pray for me. You need to look at your life and go, is there someone that you celebrate your victories with? Is there someone that you celebrate your, or, uh, you know, cast your brokenness and anxiety on that isn't just God? Yes, we can delight ourselves in the Lord. David delighted himself in the Lord and he encouraged himself in the Lord, but he also had Jonathan. Right. Who he broke down with and was like, I can't do this. We each need somebody to be real with. And so that's what we talked about on Sunday morning was finding your guy to be known with. Right. And, and But our world has done a really good job perverting the story of Jonathan and David and said that, well, obviously it was a homosexual life, you know, a homosexual relationship. And I was like, no, that's nope. not what it is. The enemy wants us to believe that if we have a connection with another guy, then obviously you're gay. And I'm like, wait a minute, that's not at all in the scriptures. This is honorable. This is two warriors in the battle that, 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 that know that they've got someone in, in the foxhole that they can trust. That if he falls asleep, he's not going to say, well, I'm just going to stay asleep and, let, and just let the bombs fly. But like, we got to get out of here or we got to fight. There's someone else to shake him in the shoulder. I mean, I keep thinking about Bastone with, with Band of Brothers because it's just another favorite. Mm. But those guys kept each other warm. I mean, they were freezing. I remember one time he's like, he's like, I'm shaking so bad, I feel like I'm dancing. And they're like literally in, in the blankets together trying to stay warm. If they didn't have each other, they would have died. Of, of, right. They would have froze to death. But there's something about that. We need someone in the battle. This is not a sexual thing. This is an emotional, this is a strength thing to say, I've got someone who's got my back. And I've got someone else's. Right. And I think one of the languages that you used over and over again that I think really resonated with the guys, and I, in fact, I heard it referenced on Sunday quite a bit, was armor bearer. Yeah. We need armor bearers. Yeah. And we need guys that um, got our back and guys that look at us with whatever adventure God has in for, store for us and goes, I am with you heart and soul. And I yeah. think that's what we're looking for. And that stuff just doesn't happen. And that's no. one of the big things is is it, 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 you have to cultivate it. You have to invest time into it. And you have to like intentionally seek it out because other guys are seeking it out. Um, and it just we don't know how to do it in our culture today. Yeah. And so we yeah. find it easier to just go home from work, spend a little time with the family, and then turn on the TV and check out. And it's yeah. like, no, you have to invest in relationships so you can develop over a season the armor bearers in your life. And I got I got a handful. Yeah. I got a few, you know, in this area. I got I'm working on developing some over in the Argyle area, mm -hmm. but you know, it takes some time. It does stages of life. It takes 
the older you are, the longer it takes because there's more jadedness. There's more yeah, yeah, frustration yeah. there. But, yeah. but we have to be faithful to find those guys that are armor bearers for us that, that won't let us give up on ourselves and are actually fighting alongside of yeah, and fighting yeah. for us. Fighting you know? for us. You know, because, you know, going backwards in that story of Jonathan and David, you know, we talked about this idea that, like, Jonathan went up, you know, climbed this rocky crag, you know, and fought the fought these fought these guys. But it all wouldn't have happened if if he had rolled over as he was like, you know, in his tent or you know where right. it was and said, "Hey, I want to go do this." I can't imagine if the iron bear said, "I don't think it's a good idea." Would he have just rolled over and none of that would have would have would have, would have even happened? Would they have been defeated? Right. Had not one guy said, "I'm with you." There's something about that. There's something powerful about that. So, so I think even in the midst of that, it's like, wow, we have this opportunity to 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 be that for someone. Just like you said, the the adventure. And I, I think you were. It's great because today, I think the the concept is like, how do we do this? Like, I understand we're supposed to. I understand we're supposed to time in God's word. And so, so we're going to make those steps. The, the 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 time in your word is 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 something that you can do. But the time with each other is like. Where are you putting yourself out there? Right. You know, is there an event? Okay, no. Sometimes guys shake their head at men's events at church. Ugh, it's a bunch of guys. So if you go to a church and you're like, you see this event, don't don't immediately throw it out. Like, you got to know that there's other people that are there that are just like you going, okay, maybe this is cheesy or maybe this isn't the right thing, but there's other guys who want to come alive. And you may meet them there, but you're stopping an opportunity by going, I can't do that. That's just lame. My wife's going to make me go, but it's lame. Right. I'm like, no, step into the awkward of it. Go to, the, go to the Bible study. Go to the event. Spend time. And then also have the courage in the midst of it to reach out to someone else. Like, hey, you want to go grab lunch someday? Well, and I think, I think you, so women tend to connect over um, conversation. Yeah. Right? Guys don't connect over conversation. And that's part of the challenge is Correct. most of our Bible studies for men are conversational-based Bibles. Yeah. Bible studies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they'll go into expertise and they'll go into, but they're not going to get to where you need to. Guys yeah, connect yeah, yeah. over experiences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why I think, you know, when we talked about, here's three things that you need to do if you're looking for an armor bearer, here's three things you need to do. Is one, you need to have courage, and that's what you're talking about. Yep, like, you've yep. got to have the courage to be the guy that starts the event or be the yeah. guy that starts the, Hey, every Thursday or every other Thursday or once a month, we're going to go to big shots or we're going to go to top golf or yep. something like that. Yep. And we're going to have experiences where 80% of the time, nothing is going to happen except we're playing and there's competitiveness exactly. and there's ribbing each other. And there's, you know, all of the things that guys do when we were 12 year olds, right? That we yeah. still, honestly, guys, we're still 12 year olds. Okay? Correct. I don't care your age. You're still 12 because fart jokes still make you laugh and you still have an obsession <laughs> with boobies. All right. So That's it doesn't it. matter. You're, you're speaking truth right there. <laughs> I try. But so to have the courage. And then the next thing is to be creative. And I think yeah. that's where we have this preconceived notion of like, well, if I'm going to do something spiritual, it needs to be with the church or at the church. Mm-hmm. Lies. Yeah. Right. And so be creative. What do you what do you love to do? What what do you what come what helps you come alive? Right. Mm-hmm. There's a guy, Daniel Bodeman. Um, shout out to you, Daniel. Um, and he loves playing the game Risk. Okay. He loves playing. So he partnered with a cigar shop and he goes, hey, every Monday night, can I do a, host a risk game here? It's an experience. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And there's a group of, you know, three guys that were regulars. And then there was three other guys that would kind of cycle in and out, cycle in and out. And they would play this game risk. And it was week after week after week. And they were having a great time. They were laughing. He was enjoying it. The guys were enjoying it. And then as time progressed, these relationships shifted from just hey we have an experience together to like hey i can trust these guys to hey yeah. the wheels of my life just came flying off yeah and this is the brotherhood that i'm going to bring it to because yeah we know at the end of the day it's a game 
and we're going to laugh and we're going to rib each other and we're going to give each other a hard time, but they're for me, not against me. Yeah. Right? So proximity, so, yeah. Yeah, but be creative. Like, yeah. discover what it is that you enjoy doing and then figure out a way to get other guys to join you in that. Yeah, Like, yeah, there yeah. is no room for, I can fix my fence alone. No. There's some guys that know how to do it probably better than you. Get them over there and help fix your fence. And then what happens? You have an experience. That experience builds relationship. That relationship opens up fertile ground for the brotherhood or the armor bearer that we're talking about. So yeah. have courage. Be creative. And then you got to be consistent. you yeah. got to be consistent. This yeah, yeah. is not a one and done thing. And in fact, that's the thing that I struggle with with the long shot retreat is it's a great mountaintop experience for these guys. And they will come back year after year after year after year. Some of the guys have been there 12 years in a row. Yeah. But this is their one thing. 365 days and this is their one yeah. and I'm like we're made for more than that yes, we need we to are. have this like on a weekly monthly basis and the reason why we don't is because we let other people organize it one time a year and we go we get filled up for a little bit and then by literally the end of October we're all empty again correct and it's because we don't invest in the consistent who are my guys that I'm doing an experience with on a regular basis and that's going to be my armor bearer group. You know, years ago we went to San Francisco and checked out the the the, uh, the the Golden Gate Bridge, which was really really cool. And I remember it was we were walking on it, and you see this massive bridge, and you see all these tie lines that are that are holding it up, and you realize that each of those were just little. You know, there were some of them are like small strands. What do you mean? What do you mean small? They're probably like you know half inch or you know inch thick wire. But there is hundreds of them bound together right. that, that allows that bridge to stay up. And the thing I loved about it is every time that we, 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 we kind of shut down when the enemy who wants to speak death into us, we say, hey, I want to go to this risk game. And you're like, ah, not tonight. I don't have it. Each one of those is one little one-inch tie line in your life that where eventually when there's enough, you go, I can trust this dude. Right. And you lay on, you kind of like lean on that. And, and so all we're doing with each of these things that we do is just building another line. You're like, well, I don't, I don't see any, you know, any, any like proof. And I'm like, well, if you put one of those lines to hold up the golden gate bridge, it's going to snap. But the hundreds of them that are wound together create the strength that you need to go. I'm going to, I'm going to, try this. I'm going to test this out. Right. And that's what we do every time that we get together. And so that's the time when you say, Hey, where am I creative? God, and what do I need to, maybe I need to start something. If I'm lonely, God's put something on my heart to go, I need to do something. And so it doesn't have to be a, well, I'm going to do a Bible study. It's like, I'm just like I said, I'm going to play cornhole in my backyard. I'm gonna, and then, you know, you might get weeks of time where you get two guys. And that might be who you're supposed to have because you don't need a lot of them. Jesus had three people in his life that he trusted. Jesus. The inner circle. Yeah. Jesus had three people. So, and so, so if you're thinking about that, and then at the cross, only one of them was there. Yep. And he said, hey, you're now not just a friend. That's your mom. I need you to take care of my mom like she's your mom. So he wasn't say, woman, behold thy mother. It's like, hey, can you take care of her? Because you're my brother. Right. And so, so there's something in that that, that you're not going to have a lot. But, but you keep putting it out there over and over. And success is not seeing a ton of people. Success is being consistent, like you're saying. So, so don't be discouraged in the midst of the journey if you're going, hey, I put this out there for two months and I've had one guy show up. Okay, keep doing it. Right. Because somebody's going to eventually do that because every single one is one of those little one-inch tie lines. And it doesn't mean adding something else to, no, to an already no. packed schedule. It may be just re-envisioning like the guys that you're coaching the Little League team with, that could be a band of brother. Because you yeah. guys are spending time together coaching, but then are you spending time outside of coaching, just hanging out, Correct. drinking a beer, connecting, talking, life, whatever? Having a it could be mo yeah. riding motorcycles. Let's say you enjoy riding motorcycles. 
there's something about therapeutic about riding a motorcycle by yourself. Yeah. Totally get it. Yeah. Are you in a band where there's three or four guys that'll meet on a Saturday morning, ride for six hours, enjoy, go get lunch, and then come back? That's the kind of stuff that. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it doesn't. It, the activity is not what makes exactly. it spiritual. It's the spiritual thing that you bring to it that makes yes. it meaningful. And yeah. so, be someone who brings that kind of focus yeah. into that experience. You yeah, know? yeah. And and if you're like, I've, I just feel like I've burned every bridge. I'm like, then start building a new bridge to yeah. somebody. And and <laughs> and find ask the, the question. Uh, if 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 you don't have any friends, is it because you're not friendly? Yeah, the scripture says that <laughs> first, for a person to find friends, he must he must find himself friendly. And so there, that's that's part of scripture that, that that going, am I friendly? So it's a self assessment. Am I have I been a jerk? Okay, well I can change that. I can change that right now. That that's the joy of God's mercies being new every morning is we can do something different today. And so taking the time to do that, except you know, you know assessing yourself, what do I love to do? All these things like because. I'm made for more, and I need someone. Someone else needs someone too. Right. And remind me. So, Kyle, I'm going to throw you on. Okay. You were <clears> at <throat> the uh, you were at the event. Yes. And uh, you had a chance. You 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 know you just kind of were a participant there. You I know, was. you went and golfed for a while. You took a, a few power naps, and enjoyed a few <laughs> Those cigars. Are spiritual too. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, um, car- coffee from Walmart, but that's a whole other conversation. No. <laughs> um, what, what's something that, from your perspective, that as you experience that retreat, you're like, that's the thing I want to take forward? Well, I'm going to go back to our church's men's retreat. Uh, to me, there were some parallels. Mm. Um, I think in the last year and a half, we've been, uh, it, it's sort of a, dichotomy that we really haven't been doing anything but it's created stress because mm. we haven't had the fellowship yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. and and uh at our retreat in april uh we we were planning to go ahead heading into it uh the leaders were with hey we need to challenge you guys we haven't been doing anything in a while we need to get out there and in one of the planning meetings somebody raised their hand and said guys just need to rest in fellowship right yeah. and hang together and, and so I saw sort of the same thing at this retreat. I think guys yeah. have been cooped up. The stress levels have risen, even though they aren't doing anything, because as guys, we want to we check off boxes. We want to get things done. We yeah, want to be yeah, out yeah. doing things. And so um, I, I thought your message was perfect because it, it sort of dovetailed in with spending time with other guys, relaxing, creating the experiences, right. yeah. like the guy jumping in the lake. <laughs> we'll never forget that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? It was a, uh, there was, there was some disc golf going on and a guy, it was windy. Yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah. It was, was cool. He was 28, 32, something like that. And all of a sudden I see him swimming in the middle of the lake. I'm like, dude, it's cold. Yeah. We were all sitting there just, just enjoying ourselves. And we're like, is that guy swimming yeah. in the lake? And they were all playing disc golf together. Someone had obviously thrown, thrown the disc in while he made the choice to jump in. Right. And so, and the cool thing is you could see the guys on the stage and we're like, yeah. So he created, yeah. he, 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 he was willing to put himself out there in courage to create an, a memory in the midst of an experience yeah. that will bind that group together. Absolutely. Right? And, and going back to the April retreat, you know, we just experienced, Kyle and I just experienced something with a, a band of brothers that we have that mm-hmm. we've invested in that we've played 42 with multiple times. We've smoked cigars with. We all got a VRBO over in Hot Springs. Mm-hmm. And what was it, six of us? Seven. S- seven of us just chilled at this house for the weekend. Yeah. We played some Risk. We smoked some cigars. We enjoyed fellowship. We went and had some good food. We had amazing food cooked for us on the grill. Um, and that's the kind of stuff that I'm talking about. It doesn't have to be something church-specific. Yeah. It's just spend time with the guys. Figure out ways to spend time with the guys. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? Yeah. We're going to need it more as this world continues to seem to close in on us. For, for our core beliefs, it isn't like... 
us versus them. It is broken men versus guys who are known. That's where I would go because Ooh. because because guys, we're all a mess. But man, there's something about being known. It's not just I know more about the scriptures than I know this, and I'm ready to stand up. But it's going. I'm known, and there's something about that that when the world is against you, you're like, I got a couple of guys. Mm-hmm. I think that's what we're trying to get to, guys, is that you're worth the time for someone, and you're worth to invest in, in other people. Imagine if you if you ended your life completely alone. I mean, come on. I mean, we're gonna we are we are eternal beings regardless, and so it's it's a lot nicer to be eternal beings with a bunch of friends that we're gonna see forever. Yeah, you know, like. like- like put your eyes on the horizon and if you're 75 you're retired who are the three guys you want to meet with once a week at at Whataburger for your breakfast burrito or whatever and just talk yeah you know because at that point experiences are harder because you get broke a lot easier yeah and you can't bring physically and financially you know you you can't we can't bring anything with us so all these accolades all the things that we do all the all the those things are great those are nice but there's something about the idea that the eternal being of who we are is what's going to come with us this whole world is going to burn and so even the stuff that we do is 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 consequential but inconsequential in the end but those relationships that happen in the midst of those things is what really matters because in 10,000 years I'm firmly believing that because we are we are all sealed John 10 says that we've been sealed until the day of redemption that that these conversations we're going to walk on each other in 10,000 years remember that time in the shop <laughs> right that right. was funny right you know remember dude you're that guy who jumped in the lake yeah like those are the things that are going to be with us forever and so we have an opportunity now while we're living to do those things so that's the that's the challenge we have is to say are we known by those around us dude i love it that's why we have a ministry called known legacy because we have we have and we know that we're made for more and too often our eyes are on the moment not on the horizon and so we want to lift our eyes to the horizon build that brotherhood and make it happen so Bill thanks for your leadership on that thanks for the ministry that you've uh, launched a few years ago for this and uh, thanks to the guys at Longshot hopefully you get a few reminders and go oh yeah I remember that moment and uh, good time Kyle thank you for all you do hey Real you're quick, welcome. because uh, because we uh, we we don't have a special guest, Kyle. You're our special guest, so we're gonna do um, the the fast five. All right, cool. So, Kyle, <laughs> let's ask you these questions. Right. If you had to live in a decade, which would you choose, and why? Uh, I would I would choose 2080. 2080. <laughs> why is that? Because I want to see what it's like. Okay, that's that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Twenty eighty. Because maybe they'll like make their way back around to flock of seagulls way back on the radio well, and all that kind of stuff. Maybe we won't make it there. Maybe we won't make it there. But either you way, know. either way. So okay, cool. Away. Yeah, yeah. Dude, don't stop on my uh, flock. Thank you very much. That was what I needed. Sweet hair and yeah, it is. It was awesome. Keep going. Keep going. Fast five. What's your favorite? What's your favorite Bible verse? Well, you know, I was going to go with Jesus wept. <laughs> um, because you know it clear. And it's I, good. It's easy to remember. Yes. But it does have a deeper meaning, but that's a different time. But I, I'm going to go with Isaiah 40, 31. Nice. Okay. Um, so. The mount up with wings of eagles, yep. that one? Yeah. Yep. Sweet, sweet. Well done, Kyle. Well like done. that one. Uh, if you could be a character in a movie, who would you be? Oh, why? man. James Bond. There's <laughs> no question. That's awesome. And, and the, the damaged one, not the... Which James Bond? The damaged one, the, the, the latest one. Oh, okay, cool. D- Daniel yeah. Craig. Daniel, Daniel Craig. Craig. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah he's, I, I dig him, man. He's good at yeah. this. Yeah, I, I like his. Yeah, he is. He's, he, he's not flawless, but he's awesome. Right. Yeah, I, I, I like it. that. Yeah. I love it. Uh, what toppings would you put on your worst enemy's pizza? Oh, I guess cockroaches. 
Oh, that's a new one. We haven't that's heard that one. That's a good one. Well done, Kyle. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> if you had to pick one color, your shirts could be forever. What would it be and why? Yeah, and I'm wearing gray today, but dark navy blue. Okay. Yeah. Why is that? Just like the blue? Uh, yeah, I just... Blue's my color. It's a diehard Cowboys fan? Yes. There it is. That's it. Yep. Having a good season this year. Okay, we have a bonus question. Yeah, Kyle. So if you had to choose between, uh, <laughs> um, what's your favorite donut? Is it apple cider or is it any other donut? I'm going with apple cider. Good answer. Because you would my be paycheck. fired. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Raise. Ding, ding, ding. Raise. We will triple your pay. Exactly. How hey, much awesome. do we pay him? We, nothing. nothing. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's crowns in heaven. Here's a, here's a couple more crowns. So, Guys, thank you so much for being with us today, checking this out. We are excited about continuing this. Travis, thank you so much for being here today. Absolutely, brother. Kyle, thank you so much for being here today. Absolutely. Guys, uh, check us out on Instagram at Known Legacy, Facebook, Known Legacy Ministries. Check us out on YouTube, wherever you listen to this, give us five stars. For questions, comments, and concerns, info, info at, at knownlegacy.org.org. You guys have yourself a great week. God bless you guys. Thanks for listening to the Known Legacy Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. So email us your questions or comments to info at knownlegacy.org.